we head on over to the news line uh, where we're joined by national correspondent Rory O'Neill. And uh, Rory, you've been looking into and following uh, the latest Supreme Court hearings into President Biden's program to erase student debt. From what I'm gathering, the justices uh, expressed some skepticism. Uh, They did, Shannon. So we had more than three hours of oral arguments on these cases yesterday. Two different lawsuits challenged the Biden administration's plan to waive up to $20,000 of student loan debt. Uh, One of the challenges comes down to whether or not the attorneys general have standing. You know, are they qualified to file this kind of a court challenge? There may be some middle ground on that that gives hope to the Biden administration. But on the issue of the president's authority to waive what is essentially $400 billion in debt, half a trillion dollars nearly, uh, a a lot of these conservative justices sounded skeptical. Yeah. And and what did they I mean, their questions, uh, it sounds like we're ranging from everything like how would this be implemented? How is it fair to uh, those who have never attended college? Things like that, huh? Yeah, fairness was a big part of it. Uh, They set up the scenario. Imagine two guys graduating high school. Neither one can afford college. One gets student loans to get his degree. The other one uh, gets a loan to start a lawn care business. Uh, You know, why don't we forgive the guy who went into the lawn care business? You know, they did the same thing. But, uh, you know, and statistically, the college guy will probably make more money in his life overall. So why are we giving him the benefit? and not the guy who out of high school opened up a lawn care company. So there were some issues of basic fairness, uh, some issues of congressional intent. You know, is this something that Congress intended, a power that Congress intended the education secretary to have? Because, you know, this was passed really as part of the HEROES Act to help out people who were in um, serving in Afghanistan. Uh, they didn't want them to be defaulting on their student loans while serving overseas. Mm. Uh, so, uh, so uh, part of it dealing with uh, whether the executive branch ha- has that power to uh, implement or or try to push through right. something it's, this it's far. Like there's a clause in there saying that the Secretary of Education has the authority to quote waive and modify. You know, and there's 400 billion dollars in government spending waiving and modifying. That seems a little bit extreme. Is is the argument the justices made? If that's what Congress wanted them to do then they should pass specifically a law that says that. And then, you know, right now, the Biden administration doesn't have the votes to pass that through Congress. But you you talk about, uh, and the, the, you know, the examples that were made, you know, of someone who did obtain their college degree and, and has achieved probably a, a better level of living. And why do they get rewarded then uh, again, uh, through having this debt forgiven. But there are plenty of people that are carrying student loan debt out there who, you know, never achieved uh, their their dream of a, a degree and, and are simply uh, going through life with this huge debt that's pretty much saddled them. Well, right, and that you can't get rid of no matter what, even if you declare bankruptcy. And, you know, one of the other issues is... You know, when the justice, they'll argue that when the justices went to college, college was more affordable than it is today, and that the affordability of college is just out of reach for too many people. They go way too far in debt. You know, they're not taking on two, three, four thousand dollars. It's sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars in college debt, and that's what they say 
is just uh, untenable and that the this higher education system just isn't affordable anymore. Right. And, and salaries, no matter which way you look at them, whether they're, you know, in the uh, white color professional classes with a college degree required or uh, those that don't require a degree. I mean, they just simply haven't kept pace with uh, what you're looking at for the cost of college. Right. We've really only started to see some uh, salary increases probably in the last five years a lot of it now in the past two years because of uh, all the inflation. But to your point, certainly not keeping up with the inflationary costs of college. And you know, one of the big reasons that colleges charge so much is because they can. Mm, yes. And of course, our parents were so proud of us for going into journalism, such a high-paying career, right, Rory? Such a high-paying, stable job, right? <laughs> that is guaranteed employment and steady income, no matter what. One employer for I'm life, yeah. That, yeah. Or, <laughs> get a good chuckle out of that. Rory O'Neill, National Correspondent, thank you for bringing us up to date. Thanks, Shannon.